where nostalgia and wonder abound. Folks flock together, admiring the mighty, the marvelous, the super. Have you pondered how to begin your wanderings of the nerd realms? Well, hot dame. Welcome to the Dame Patrol. Your vigilant Mrs. Three are here delivering the news, cues, and reviews from across the geek world. Get a move on, gals. Your vigil has begun. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the Dame Patrol. This is Amy. And to my right, of course, who has the fit of the giggles because apparently I can't do this right, is my best buddy. Stephanie, I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't be sorry at this junction. I'm going to fix this. But, but on your right, we have. We have Strongest Dame, also known as uh, Fix-It Mini. <laughs> Here to make sure that this podcast continues a rolling and rocking, as it were. Of course. And of course, today we are coming from Dame HQ because no, we did not get kicked out of the dame den but we love our crazy uncle ben over at 1120 fulton avenue sweet k empire's comics vault he is one of our sponsors but our segunda sponsor oh goodness oh my gosh we need to talk about many we do need to talk about it ink and quail alchemy they are here to make sure that you smell delightful fresh and fresh from your adventures from all of your fun dnd goings and actions and all kinds of fun things look them up on etsy you can find them under ink and quill alchemy they make sense that make you smell like your favorite characters and use hot dame as the code for 15 percent off your next purchase yeah we Ooh. need them fictive fragrances for our face i almost said oil factory which is your nose but i felt a little bad about it for your oil factory for my oil <laughs> my oil factory i need them well today is a very very special show topic because we've been excited we had our first con of the season but it is con 101 let's get educational let's get educational if this is the first mm-hmm. time that you have heard the word con 101 we are not talking about duping you we are talking about con <laughs> Benchins. Conventions. We're also not talking about uh, space emperors. We're not talking about that con either. Oh, God about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Nope. We are talking about conventions, everybody. Conventions. conventions. Whether it is your first time or your 57th time or heck of all, it is your 28.652 time. I don't mm-hmm. know. You'd be very fictive with your math. We are going to give you some helpful tips, tricks, do's, don'ts. We're going to talk a little bit about the horror stories that we've seen. But first, we should probably talk about big conventions versus small conventions and how our experiences have differed and where we think you guys should start. So, Stephanie. Oh, goodness. Would you like to start us off? Uh, So, what what are we talking about first, my friends? Um, let's start with, because we had, it's not the biggest convention. It's the biggest convention for our area. We went to SAC Anime. We did. We brought it up in our last episode. Yep, I yep. think we should talk about, that's a pretty medium size. It started small. It started small. Yeah. It mm-hmm. definitely, uh, started very small at the Sunrise Mall, if you guys can believe it or not. Wow. I went to that first show. Was that in utero or out utero? Uh, it was <laughs> out utero. I yeah. was, it was spring. <laughs> <laughs> it was slightly chilly. I had a windbreaker on. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was at the Sunrise Mall. It was actually sponsored by Walden Books. <gasps> what? Walden Books. I know what that was. Yeah, My Walden soul. Books was a place to go and read books and not buy them. Um, but <laughs> just like Borders. <laughs> just like Borders, which is why oh, they're not around anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, IP. all it was was a couple of a uh, couple of vendors selling some anime stuff at that point that was very hard to find anywhere else in the 90s. 
and uh, a tiny stage in front of the Sears entrance. And that's where they <laughs> do the cosplay masquerade. And that was it. But it was something. But it was something. It was something. And that's something that uh, I think really we need to like make sure we touch on is that conventions are kind of like one of the lifebloods of like fandom and being a geek is yeah. conventions started because of people like us and wanting to like meet other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or get some, you know, some things from Japan that I couldn't afford the shipping for. I oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> that's I really true. Mm-hmm. I've gotten I've gotten some really good stuff at conventions. So you can find some nice little treasures there yeah. if you're willing to look. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one I know that was fairly small for me that started out. We can talk about SatCon. It has gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but I went to it when it was still at the Scottish Rite Center. And mm-hmm. now they have migrated over from um, one convention center to the larger convention center. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do too terrible, but it was more centered on instead of being fan fandom driven, it was centered on comic books. And so that was mm-hmm. really great for me to be able to go in and flip through some people's long boxes and find some stuff. And then I got Jim Starlin and Ron Lim to sign an Infinity Gauntlet. No, I'm not selling it. And so... <laughs> that uh that has been fantastic it was a it was a little harder to traverse because the space being smaller and more comic book collectors coming out mm-hmm. so the light the aisles were a little bit tighter but i saw more product that i was actually looking for in that regard versus some of the other ones which were just cooler but it was mm-hmm. a bit overwhelming so stephanie did what was your your first con was was a big in uh yeah so the first convention i went to uh if y'all don't know y'all uh i'm from texas so no. my first con- i know get up there get to that there uh, anime convention wow oh, thanks this You're is welcome. better this is better than what happens to me with gambit <laughs> i.e get that bow staff that bow staff where them crawdads at get the rogue i.e <laughs> We're welcome in Texas and Louisiana, <laughs> yeah, yeah. apparently. Yeah. It's going to be great. I can never go back. <laughs> uh, so so my first convention was Akon, which is the oldest anime convention in the U.S., or that is how they build themselves. So I'm, I believe them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they were pretty big. They were at the Sheraton Hotel in Dallas. And this was my first ever convention. I've never been to any conventions before. And little middle school me was like, I'm going to go by myself. Ooh. And I did it. <laughs> oh, honey. Yeah. So there's a lot of lessons I learned uh, doing that. Like it obviously went well. I'm still here. But uh, you learn quick. You learn very quickly. There are things to do and not to do. Very, very <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. Min, Min, do you have a, a big in that you, you tapped into? Uh, yeah. So like I said, I went to Sec Anime. Uh, but again, that was at like a sunrise mall, so it wasn't that big necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had been going to SatCon since I was in utero. My dad uh, had been a giant nerd, so he would make my mom go uh, with him when I, she was pregnant. And then I would go with him when I was outero. Um, innuendo, outuendo. Uh, <laughs> all, it's all the windows. It's all the windows. Yep. <laughs> all of the windows were open and I was here. <laughs> um, and I would go to that convention with him, but I decided, you know what? I want to go to my, my first actual convention. Actual convention as if SatCon wasn't a convention. <laughs> uh, I decided, you know what, dad, we should expand our horizons. Let's go to Fanime. <laughs> so oh, we went, yeah, from local show to Fanime and that was fun it was a big jump but we did not at all do our research we had our own like uh experiences of pluses for conventions which we will get to Mm -hmm. but yeah it was we did not do at all 
the reconnaissance that we should have uh, for going to that big of a convention because Fanime is one of the biggest anime conventions uh, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and it's one of the biggest in Northern California. Easily. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's in the San Jose area. So it's very populated. All them tech companies are real into the animus. They are. Mm -hmm. I met Nami Tamaki there. It was very fun. (laughs) Well, I'm glad to see that you are slightly unscathed. Slightly. Slightly. You're thriving. Mm -hmm. Um, I did the jump from local cons here to my first big in was uh, Emerald City Comic Con. Did you meet the wizard? (laughs) I was just one short day in the Emerald City, so I met a couple of them. But they were mostly, you know, gray beards. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) There were some really nice hats, and there was this one with a phoenix. He was really nice. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Um, I did research, but I did not do enough research. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first day, I had a panic attack on the top <laughs> There was a very large booth. I got very, very excited, suddenly overheated, and realized there's a wall, comfy wall, next to that Power Ranger. I should stand over there <laughs> and do my deep breathing and my crying, and then I was good. Um, Mm -hmm. so we have lots of, there were lots of things I learned because pretty shortly after that, I don't know how many months between March and July there are because I can't count right now. I'm just counting's hard. Math is not my thing. Um, (laughs) I went to, uh, San Diego. So I went to Comic-Con right after that. And if Emerald City had not shocked my system enough, we will tell you about that, the do's and don'ts that I've learned out of that puppy. Mm-hmm. But that's that was a really great experience once I got it under my belt. But holy yeah. not boogers. Yeah. I just imagine, I imagine Comic-Con at San Diego to essentially be like the Empire State Building of like conventions. Like back in like the 50s when you were like, oh, I'm going to go to the Empire State Building. Yeah. <laughs> like that's exactly what I feel Comic-Con is like now. Yes. Do you want to get all fancy and wave at a boat as it drives away? <laughs> Comic-Con, kids. That's where it's at. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and the thing is this year it is Comic-Con's 50th anniversary. So I made it for 49. I got to do, there's somebody that did, um, they do con patches. That you could get. And so it was like, I survived. I got into Hall H. I didn't get into Hall H. I got got poked by a celebrity or I got kicked out of a... Like, it's a whole bunch of con things that you should experience in some type of form. And so that was really entertaining for me. But speaking of things that are entertaining, we should probably give you some helpful tips if you are trying to go to your first con, be it a big one Mm -hmm. or a small one. I would say that from our stories, there's a theme to to all of them. And what is that theme, guys? Scouts. Research. Research, yeah. And development. <laughs> <laughs> two. It is a two part. It is research it's scouting to researching and developing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Develop plan. your plan. Yes, yep. you need a plan. You yeah. cannot go out so, blind. Uh do you mind if I take a oh. small lead on this? Girl, hit it. All mm-hmm. right. So like uh so this kind of goes into my first experience as little middle school me going on so the just on the dart rail, which is our local train station in the DFW area. And so from there, that drops you off right in front of the hotel. So I was like, I don't even need to drive. I don't need to park. I'm good. I can do this. And uh, I believe in you. But oh my gosh, that was the most research I did at that point was getting there. Um, Step one. Okay. Step one. Great. Getting Uh, there. That is that is prime. Step two. Didn't do so hot on when you're at a convention, you need food and water yes because otherwise everything there is overpriced like convention food slash like a seven to eight dollar bottle of water but uh yeah seven to eight dollar bottle of water 
Or you have also the whole, uh, if it's not connected to anything, and this was back before food trucks were a thing, mm -hmm. uh, which this hotel I didn't realize was connected to stuff. Or So I was doing snacking, snacking, overpriced Japanese snacks that aren't really nutritious. <laughs> so Good. you we know we love you japan yeah we, we do well yeah Please but sponsor i mean us. but uh <laughs> yeah but, po but pocky's not enough to uh sustain if it is the pizza pocky if it is the savory pocky which are the <laughs> the other ones we can have a conversation amy i don't think the disclaimer from strongest dame <laughs> no <laughs> you need actual sustenance yeah so oh, back to the episode so yeah thank you uh so basically what I learned, and this is so after I went home that first day, next thing I did was I made a bunch of little PB and honey sandwiches mm. because I don't do jelly. But anyway, peanut butter and honey sandwiches. I made myself uh, water and I've got myself a little snacky bars and I packed all that and I grabbed a backpack to mm -hmm. then carry all my stuff in. And I made sure to take that with me because I think that's really important that people don't think about is... Um, you're going to be carrying stuff yep. and you should be carrying stuff on you. You should. And you mm -hmm. should know where your things are. That totally leads into one of my great, my great things that I realized when I got to San Diego, hysterically enough, I was carrying the wrong bag. I had a backpack. It was great. It was working out well, but I had overpacked that sucker, not with delicious, yummy snacks and treats. No. Oh, no. But with everything I thought I would need, because I am one of those extensive warriors, if, oh, someone bleeds on me, I will need, you know, <laughs> I have an emergency kit that does not just contain gloves, but it tastes lots of sanitation. Anyway, needless to say. Did you have placebos? I did. Ah, uh, yes, the gazebos, good. The gazebos, <laughs> so many gazebos. I also had the snack. I had my snack kit, so I had my nutrition bars. I had my empty canteen, which tried to the side, also doubling up as a weapon. It's a very large metal one. <laughs> um, but I had packed so many just non-essentials. So especially I had like my iPad and I had like seven markers mm -hmm. and then I had reusable bags folded up inside of it. Needless to say, this backpack at San Diego on my first day was a hot mess of shenanigans and I was a noob. Mm -hmm. So I learned. We all start there. We all start Yeah, we there. all do. You all baby start. So day two. I went back to the hostel. It was a great idea to stay in that hostel. And I unpacked my bag and went, okay, I need maybe a quarter of these things. And mostly retained was snacks, my program, a large marker, my water bottle, um, my money. You need money. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, specifically, if I may yeah. mention, cash. Because I know that Squarespace is a thing, but cash is always going to be good and guess what those atms that are in the hotel they will run out they run mm -hmm. out and mm -hmm. not only that they're probably not your bank so you're going to get charged even more so just uh grab it grab withdraw money beforehand and then break those bills because your artists will thank you for not yes, giving them will. hundreds or fifties or things that they can't break first day like, just just do that <laughs> exactly so upon unpacking my bag i also had the opportunity to acquire a convention bag of holding from Geek Thinking, which I got yes. to review at mm -hmm. a later later time. I well, eh, well, I reviewed it and got uh, nerdreactor.com has my review if you want to see that. But it was small, tiny, compact. I could slide in just what I needed and go. And that is the goal. That is always be able on the go. You do not want to be 
like aside from when you plan on getting your big giant giant port purchases, you want to be light, you want to be mobile, agile, not infantile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. that. Which way to the baby war? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I definitely didn't necessarily make those same mistakes because again, I grew up with my dad going to conventions, and while he wasn't as gung ho about conventions as I am now, I have outgrown my teacher. I've become the teacher. Sensei. Uh, you know, with food, when we would go to conventions that weren't necessarily local, um, when we were local, my mom would make us bean burritos. We would constantly have bean burritos and just like oranges and stuff. Uh, when we went to Fanime, we were at a tiny rinky-dink hotel about five miles away from the actual convention center in San Jose. But there was a McDonald's like across the street from us. So mm-hmm. we bought like $30 worth of like dollar cheeseburgers. And nice. that was what we ate for the next two days when we were in line. And everyone looked so enthusiastic to see food that wasn't like the convention food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a lot of line friends doing exactly. that. Exactly. When you have snacks, people when love you. When you have snacks, you. people love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but not even necessarily that. Just making sure that you're taken care of. And my big thing that I always love telling people especially being a security staffer at uh, SAC Anime, your guide, your program guide is your friend. I know it's difficult sometimes because you want to, oh, I want to see that. I want to see this. I want to rush everywhere. It's okay to stop, Mm -hmm. collaborate, and read. It is okay (laughs) to look at your map and to see where are you? What's the next thing that I really want to go to? Know how to get from this to that. If you know how to get from this to like this one big booth in the middle of of the convention center, you know how to get to the exit pass. Mm -hmm. Very true. Yeah. And I'm going to mention that there are are places for that that are really great to sit down that people may not think about. Mm -hmm. A lot of conventions now have uh, game rooms or uh, even um, like panels that are like you know smaller like especially in smaller conventions there are going to be panels that you can just sit down and that's just going to be a really great thing to like take a moment and just look and look at your like plan your attack even if it's not something you're interested in that is a chair that you can sit in and no one's going to be like you have to move you're in my way you're in the way of a a start of a line yeah just Mm -hmm. just taking a moment to breathe is a really good idea Exactly. Mm-hmm. I am totally on. It's not just taking a moment to breathe like the epic panic attack that I had upon seeing the boom booth at Emerald City Comic Con. If you need to medicate, whatever you need, please make it prescription. I'm going to preface with that. That's me. But make sure you've taken whatever you need. If you have medications mm-hmm. that you need, it is okay. You find first aid, find the information booth. Emerald City has five or six different spaces that people can just go and sit in. So there is um, there is like a welcome, a welcome area, a cosplay lounge. Mm-hmm. And anybody, even if it says cosplay lounge, it doesn't mean it is cosplayers only. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to go in there. You are allowed to sit down, give yourself the time, collect, find your center. It is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You can be a veteran and still get overwhelmed at a con mm-hmm. and it is okay. Yeah. And like security staffers, we might be gruff because we had to deal with some things that you will never know about because that's their job. And our job is that you don't know about those things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're there for you to ask us. Definitely ask any staffer around. And if they mm-hmm. don't know the answer, they'll find someone who knows the answer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Resources. 
We can use them. We're there. Tap us. Hors d'oeuvre. Take it. <laughs> There's hors d'oeuvres. Where? I want to go to that con. Can we get some of those? The fancy con. The fancy con. Can we get on that? Is there? We're going to research. Research. That goes back to the rule number one. Yep. Research. Mm-hmm. So with all of these great tips, there are some things we highly recommend you don't do mm-hmm. at a con. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I'm going to say is um, don't be dirty. We oh, ap- yeah. We appreciate your enthusiasm for the convention. We, imp- we appreciate that you have spent the money, the time, the energy, the effort to be here. But don't be dirty. Take a shower. Even if you got to go straight to the old school and like put on some baby wipes and like wipe yourself down hardcore and spritz some Febreze on your pants. Mm-hmm. We'll make a, a very happy person standing next to you or behind you in line. Don't be dirty. Clean yeah. yourself. And that's mm-hmm. a very common problem. There's even a name for it. It's confunk. And it's <gasps> the whole... The guys, the, the guys that fun. are like think that they don't have to bathe because they're at a convention, it's and it's funky, like no, funky. you can bathe. We give you permission. Ooh, yeah. We encourage it. We encourage it. And honestly, you'll make more friends that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And that also leads into if you are clean and keeping yourself, you know, very nice and smelling great, mm-hmm. you actually probably won't get uh, con flu. Yeah, which don't, is don't get. Are you implying something? <laughs> well, other people, other people can impact us getting con flu. Okay, can yes, impact we need to con flu. So I'm tiny. I smell wonderful. Yeah, you guys smell delightful. Wow, well. but it's just a con flu definitely gets spread around because mm-hmm. people don't think about themselves yeah. and how they impact other people. Other people. It's true. So if you're sick, don't go to the convention. Which I know, I know sucks. Especially yes. if you have like, you spent money, you made plans, you have the day off. But you are not going to have fun. And if you give it to other people, you're ruining everybody else's weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One bad, bad, one bad apple can spoil the bunch. Yeah. True. Who else has got some do nuts? Uh, I have a cosplay tip. Oh, yes. this is That's a- uh, really important. Um, so cosplay brings its own challenges. Like, it's really fun. I'm not going to tell you not to do it if you're going to your first convention, but I'm going to say be prepared for the challenges that come with, uh, with cosplaying. So, mm-hmm. like, you're going to have to carry all your own stuff if you're Unless not you going with anybody. Yeah. Or if you have some a friend, maybe, like, tag team your friend to help you out, depending on what your costume is. But my big don't do is if you're going to do full body paint, like you're doing, uh, perhaps, uh, some gems from Steven Universe or just Catra some- from She-Ra. Catra from She-Ra. Uh, Taco from the Adventure Zone. <laughs> just uh, any of those characters that you might feel the need to like paint yourself to match the depiction of them. Do not use acrylic. Please Mm-mm. do not do that. Yeah. It is not going to go well for you. Uh, it's going to crack. So it's not going to look good and it's not going to be fun later on. But it's two. hilarious for us though. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. And then two, what when you do use the correct paint, don't forget to seal it. I know that's an extra step. You're really excited to go to the convention, but you don't want to wait. But you don't want to wait. It's not going to be good because it's going to come off mm-hmm. and perhaps come off on uh, things that don't belong to you, such as things that belong to the hotel. And the hotel and their staff can decide to then boot you out for ruining mm-hmm. their stuff. So just seal your paint. 
be courteous, even if it's not a matter of like you getting thinking you're going to get kicked out. Just be courteous and do that extra step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which also leads again, research. That is the mm-hmm. key question there. The theme of the night the is research. The theme of the night is mm-hmm. research because there are so many blogs and so many YouTube vloggers that mm-hmm. love to share their experiences and what they use to make things quicker and easier for them. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a don't mm. as well, though. Mm-hmm. Don't spread yourself too thin. Ooh, mm. That's a good one. Do not plan to be at a panel at 11 that's on one side of the convention center mm. that will get out at 11, get out at like 1230 and then think that you're going to get to the other side of the convention center to another panel that starts at one. Yeah. You might be able to do it, but you're not going to get mm-hmm. there happily. Nope. You are not going to be able to just coast along and have fun and see things along the way because you're going to feel so rushed. And by the end of that show, you're going to feel like you didn't see anything. Exactly. And that's not a fun way to go about conventions. There are people who you will see at conventions that are like, quote unquote, professional convention attendees. And these are the people who want to go to every panel, especially the bigger panels, the Mm -hmm. bigger shows, you're going to see this. They aren't there for the joy of it, though. Mm -hmm. They are there sometimes for a job. And then other times they're there because they want to... Basically that say hustle. that they got everything. Mm-hmm. Typically when it comes to like buying things, there's so many lines that they want to see the big panels to say that they were in there and then they want to buy all the things to say that they got them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately reflip them. We call those flippers. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to see those people. They don't have any methodology over you. That's just literally their job. Mm-hmm. So they're not having any more fun than you are. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, not to compare yourself to them. Go at your own pace. Mm -hmm. If it's your first big show, don't expect yourself to go to every big panel. Mm -hmm. Every day, pick one panel. One panel that you really Mm want to see. Dedicate yourself to getting into that panel Mm -hmm. and then enjoy floating around the rest of the show. Very nice. I think that's very good. And then, um, you know, in smaller shows, there might be like tiny panels that are like how to start your own D&D group or, you know, stuff like that, that that's not like any like big names there. It's in a tiny little room. And those are like usually really chill, really fun. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, you can go to the big thing and maybe chill out in the small thing later. Like, so you, once you get the rhythm and flow, you can like add to that. But like one big, one big panel is pretty good rule of thumb for if you're just starting out. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, autographs. Autographs is its own thing. Entirely. Yeah. That's another thing with research because now there are conventions where you have to pre-register mm-hmm. for autographs or pre-sign in for lotteries to even buy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at you, San Diego. So many, uh, so many lotteries. That was so, a nightmare. So you just got to, yeah. uh, you for, know. My lottery got in for Conan, but I did not get in for anything else. Oh, Thank you, yeah. Conan. You were awesome. Yeah. yeah, and like for for us going to Emerald City, like mm-hmm. we had to really. There's only a couple of people we really want to meet, and we had to really be on top of that to be able to buy tickets it's, to be able yeah. to get their autograph. And mm-hmm. they're not even housed in the same building as the convention center. They're housed in a completely separate space. Mm-hmm. And research, you don't research. You don't know where you're going. Research. Mm-hmm. I also think there's a big old don't upon doing your research and you're having a great time and you're floating and you're doing your jam. Mm-hmm. Don't be a creeper. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't yep. care your gender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you see a super hot cosplayer and you start oh. tracking that cosplayer across the floor and taking pictures of their booty, cosplay is not consent. Just because they are dressed up does not mean you are allowed to take pictures of them 
or touch them inappropriately Mm -hmm. or anything else. Your creeper status, we will notice you. Yeah. Everyone will notice you. Yeah. And may I bring a a lighter for cosplayers? Um, Get on that cosplay train, but don't be the creeper. Yeah. As as someone who cosplays, mostly as Scarlet Witch, but hopefully expanding my Scarlet Witch. It's a pretty good thing. So, one thing I've always been very mindful of because I've been going to conventions for a long time is if you want to take a picture of someone, um, be mindful of what they are doing. If they look like they are running, or if they're going and they're waiting to eat, mm. do not, you know, maybe just leave them alone for a bit. And yeah, you might not see them again, but it's, you know, think they are people. They are, they are, they are people who need to eat and need to get to places. So just be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. And also another thing that's really good for um, if you're going to take pictures of cosplayers, uh, if you're in Vendor's Hall or someone really cl- crowded and you want to take a picture of someone, be like, hey, why don't we go over here? Basically, maybe like get them to a booth or something, and mm-hmm. then they're up against the booth. That way, you're not spread out in the middle and blocking traffic. You mean don't block traffic? Yeah, don't block traffic. Oh, that the is the bane of my existence. Right. <laughs> so that's just something I've, as a courtesy, I've always tried to do when I'm taking pictures of cosplayers. I'm not, I don't want to like block traffic. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're really consistent about it. Usually, you pull people because we went on our, our sack oh, yeah. adventure. Oh yeah, we did go on our adventure. You were consistent and polite. And you're like, can we just step over here for a minute so we can mm-hmm. get the picture? Because you're not like, hey, we're gonna stop in the middle of this very small narrow aisle, mm-hmm. and you're gonna take a picture. But then seven other people are gonna join you exactly. taking pictures because you've yeah. asked for consent, which means everybody else gets asked for consent. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's taking pictures, and nobody can walk. Yeah. Yep. It's a traffic jam of delightful nerdiness. Mm-hmm. When you're already late. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, again, don't think you can do everything. <laughs> yeah. Just relax. Float around. Yeah. And, you'll, okay. and you'll probably see a lot of cool things when you're floating around. Yeah. So, and that's, I mean, that's just good advice for life, but yeah. just for conventions, that's great advice. Just float around and you're probably going to end up maybe like wandering into like by the game room and seeing like oh they're doing a D one shot and taking signups right now or um there's a cosplay photo shoot for something that you really love and they're meeting like right at the balcony that's right there like you you notice these things if you just take it slow exactly mm-hmm. do we have any more don'ts Ooh, let's see I think. do we have do we have like kill bell style like horror stories Ooh, i'm i got them coming if we needs them we need them for we, our don'ts. Learn from our, our mistakes. We were but we lasses before we were dames. <laughs> <laughs> when we got upgraded. Yep. It took blood, sweat, and tears to get well, that dame title. I have a I have a don't. That's <gasps> okay. a probably one that's a controversial. Not probably Ooh. not here, but probably controversial because In there's Tess. a there's a oh no. Contra- In New York? I think just controversial because I see a lot of people do this and oh, there's shoot. no point to do this. <gasps> oh. uh, I know I've is talked it, to you about it. Is it what it. I think it's about? Probably. I think probably. I think okay. we've talked to you about so this. So my controversial opinion is... Bracing for impact. Don't mm. wait in line for Vendor's Hall to open the first day. Very true. Do you at want, all. At all. And you, Don't and you, do it. You want to know why? Because you're not missing out on anything. Because everyone's just waiting in line. They're going to rush in. And then the, the hall will be open like 10 minutes after that. Like as soon as that line feeds in... It's free to walk in and you don't have to wait in line for an hour or more like everyone else has been doing. So just wait good 15 minutes, chill out, and then you'll walk right in without waiting in line. And the one thing I can say with this was with research, Mm -hmm. research, 
if you know where you're going to what booth, the quickest way for you to get there without running mm-hmm. over people, don't run. Don't run. Mm-hmm. Please don't. Don't run. Just yeah. don't. But knowing where your booth is, what you need to get to, even in the bigger cons. Yeah. If you know that the Fox booth at San Diego gives out free poster tubes that you can sling over your shoulder, and they do, mm-hmm. you can still walk there and do a pass, mm-hmm. and they will give you the thing. And it's I've done research for many years. Mm-hmm. Producer Dan making marks over there. I saw it. <laughs> so I researched San Diego. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> research. But knowing where you're going, that's again, mm-hmm. research, 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 yeah. research, research, research. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, when I say vendors hall, I don't, I mean, yeah, of course, if you go to like D23 or like San Diego Comic Con, uh, there are things that like overnighting and whatnot. But like generally, generally when you go to anime oh, yeah. conventions or comic book conventions and they have a vendors hall that doesn't open mm-hmm. till like an hour after the convention opens, don't wait in line for it because it's gonna be there and you're not missing out on anything unless you have a panel first thing in the morning go and have lunch hang out in your hotel room you really don't need to like be a part of all that because so many people are just there because they don't know what to do yet Mm -hmm. and they think this is that oh this is the actual convention the vendors hall that's not the actual convention that's just the first big thing that starts of the convention Mm -hmm. very true that's that's a good way to put it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and from from our list of don'ts, I think we need to tell some not spookity stories, but okay. just <laughs> not spooky stories. But if we spooky, if we did scary. it, if it was coming from hashtag from the con floor, ooh, okay, we could we could get you some some stories. I think I think the our call sp- was coming from the convention <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> ooh, I think <laughs> I think the strongest dame might have a few more stories in her uh, in her dame duffel bag than than the rest of us at this. Uh, are we talking about like happy stories or are we talking well, about like don't stories? Let, let's start with, let's start with a little bit of them. Let's sprinkle in them don't stories and then we'll get to the joyous re gloriousness of a good happy story. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I, I definitely have had a lot of, uh, missing children or just <sighs> missing Christmas. individuals in general. So if you are not like Stephanie and you're going to go to a convention <laughs> and you're in middle school, don't go by yourself for one. Step one, don't go by yourself. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend a, it. You are a toddler in terms of convention age. So mm-hmm. you are a baby. Do not go by yourself. I know it's hard sometimes like finding someone to go to a show with. Even if you go with your parents, that's totally acceptable. I went to conventions with my parents oh, yeah. for mm-hmm. a long time. My dad got hurt. When I was like, I want to go walk around by myself. He pouted for like two years. <laughs> and I was he's 25. A, he's, a big, <laughs> he's a big fella to pout that too. Yeah, it's a true. lovely big fella. But if you are going with people, make sure you have your phones on you mm-hmm. and they're in an easily accessible place and they're charged. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's first rule of thumb. But if you guys are going to go together, make sure you're going to walk around together. Or if you're not going to walk around together, designate x as a meeting spot mm-hmm. and make sure you're going to meet there at this time because i've had so many people who have said oh yeah we're going to go to a panel but they don't designate which panel and yeah. i've had so many older sisters Ooh. who are like 16 or 17 in charge of the 12 year old who were just kicked out of the car and go to the convention here's 20 dollars. have Ooh. fun for this next two days at this convention i've had so many situations like that and unfortunately they weren't prepared. And so I have to become con mom and adopt these babies for two years. Mm-hmm. And by two years, I mean two days, because sometimes That's when you work in the years. show, it feels like two years. 
<laughs> You're like, I'm visibly aging. Yep. Yeah. Put on that wig to hide. I'm gonna have white. a delightful like skunk streak going through my hair. You're gonna get your rogue hair yeah. on. Yep. But yeah, yeah, like make sure you you know where your people are going to be. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I guess if you're a parent and you're like, I'm worried about my kid going to the convention. I mean, I think at that point you got to be, even if you don't understand it, as long as you do the research and make sure it's an appropriate mm-hmm. convention, just be like, hey, we're going to go together. I know that might seem embarrassing, but I'm here to support you and to support your interests. Mm-hmm. That's like. I think key is like if you want your kid to share this experience with you, then you need to be supportive of their interests in this. Exactly. This is an opportunity for you as a parent, speaking from the parent seat, beep, beep, I'm a parent, (laughs) uh, from the parent seat, this is an opportunity for you to not only be a part of their life, but share an experience that is fantastic. So if we're going to talk a little bit of unfantastic experiences, I will not talk about my anxiety attack. That was hilarious. Looking back on it at the time, it was terrible. (laughs) Um, But I had the wonderful gloriousness of being why one of my my don'ts is don't be dirty. I was looking at some um, magic cards. I'm still a youngling in (laughs) in that game, Magic the Gathering. And I was at a table and I was looking at these cards. They were beautiful. A lot of them, they were in the big giant case. So they were expensive. I'm standing there and I'm just looking. And I decided to buy a booster pack. And this gentleman comes up to me, gets really excited because there's a young lady that is standing there looking at magic cards and he gets really excited and starts talking at length about his commander deck and he had failed to brush his teeth and he was starting to encroach on my space and he was failing to wear any type of deodorant and you could tell this was day two and he had sweated heavily in day one. (sighs) (laughs) There was a miasma. I could see it. Yeah, and getting out of that situation was only I, my only saving grace was the vendor literally handed me my my pack and goes, "If there's nothing else, could you move to the side?" And I'm like, "Oh, thank you. I'm all done. Sorry, I have to go." Trucka 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 trucka. Run, run. Whoa. I guess I that actually brought a flashback of my uh, oh. kind of worst con experience. It's not the same, but the miasma kind of reminded <laughs> me. Um, so Akon brought it back. Akon may have birthed me, mm. but there is a reason why I stopped going to that convention, and I hope they got their stuff together because it was the convention that I loved going to. Um, they moved from the Sheridan Hotel to another hotel, mm-hmm. which was very much not kind of built for conventions at least not for the magnitude of something of akon even Mm -hmm. though it was technically bigger so one of their ideas to route everyone picking up their badges was just routing them through a narrow glass hallway Mm. in the texas summer So here's the thing. Oh my God, you guys oh. were the ants and lords magnifying yes. glass. Yes. So here's all these Jesus nerds some in this hallway that. that it has the sun staring directly into it in the Texas summer. I had gotten my badge already because I knew someone who like volunteering was like, "Here's your badge. It's fine." I had I had friends who didn't, so we were standing in line with them, no, and no. we realized this is a bad situation, and so. Uh, like eventually the convention did realize it and they like shut, you know, basically shuttering people out and they were like, give us a moment to reconfigure and we'll 
reorganize you later. But if you notice that there's a bad situation, even if you're like, oh, I need my ticket or I need something. Mm -mm. Basically, if you think that there's something that's making you physically uncomfortable or any kind of uncomfortable or you th your alarm bells are going off, listen to your gut and remove yourself from it. Mm -hmm. Because in Texas summer, that is just not a good place, especially for kids and all these other people mm -hmm. that were in there. Mm -hmm. So it was just mm -hmm. a really bad yeah. scenario. Yeah, that's a bad scenario. And especially it's also mm -hmm. like, again, from the convention side, having mm -hmm. been a security mm -hmm. uh, person for God eight years now mm -hmm. i just started getting the like the kill bill yeah it was like, bad. like the whole reconfigure a lot reconfiguring at minimum two thousand people in mm -hmm. like 10 minutes oh. yeah no they were just like everyone lost their place in line they just kicked yeah. them out into the yep. courtyard it was oh people were upset yeah. and that's when i was like i'm gonna go to dallas fan expo which <laughs> is uh called itself dallas comic-con it's now dallas fan expo mm -hmm. and that one is a really chill convention. I really enjoyed it. So if you guys are there, I'd recommend uh, Anime Fest and uh, Dallas Fan Expo. If you get off your horses and you waddle up wow. to the saloon, wow, they'll help you out. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. And on that note, let's talk about great stories. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Who? Um, I will do very quickly. I had two right off the top of my head that I can remember because I am the parent in the parent seat. I do bring my younglings yonder to said cons. So the first one that made me giggle exponentially is um, Jim Cummings came to SAC, uh, SAC Anime. Um, it would have been two or three shows ago. And Jim Cummings, if you don't know, is the beloved voice of Tigger and Pooh, among with He's got a very large assortment. He's Pete. He's Ska. He's he's singing Ska. Yeah, I was he's, gonna say. He is he is Powhatan. Singing Powhatan. He's he's Darkwing Duck. I can keep going on about how fantastic Jim Cummings is. But if you know and have loved Winnie the Pooh, that man is responsible for your childhood. Feel free to cry. He is also for the youths. He's the villain on OKKO. OK now that you guys know who he is. is. I, oh my gosh. That's Continue. Right. So um, got in line, brought my younglings, and my oldest of my younglings loves Darkwing Duck. She's watched the DVDs, and she brought a Darkwing Duck comic. So she gets up to, to the table, and he's just happy to see a kid. Firstly, they love seeing the kids because they know exactly where they've hit. So she slides him the comic book, and he looks at the book, and it's Darkwing Duck, and it's the number one, and he looks up at her and he goes, is this yours? And she's nodding because she's excited, and she knows who Jim Cummings is, and he goes into Darkwing Duck's voice and carries on an entire conversation with her. <laughs> and side note, he's also the villain, Negaduck, and she's like, my favorite character is Negaduck, and he switches over to the other <laughs> voice and continues to have this like two-minute conversation. And I get up, and I have a Winnie the Pooh mug. And he signs it and he looks down and sees at this time, she was very small, my youngest youngling. And he starts talking in Pooh's voice to her. And I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so wonderful. And, and then Amy fainted on her children. <laughs> <laughs> they had to carry me out on stretcher. <laughs> that was one of my absolute favorites. And then the other one really, really quick was I had my youngling. It was her very, very first con. She was probably one and a half. I dressed her up like Boo. From Monsters, Inc. <laughs> and I let her run upstairs on the convention floor in Sacramento. And I have this great picture of her. Literally, she ran at a whole bunch of photographers. And there, someone goes, oh, my gosh, there's Boo from Monsters, Inc. And she's just running. Got the biggest grin because it's a giant player. And there's giant, you know, 
costume friends. And so I have this great picture of her just smiling and running. And then she stops in front of the camera like she just got caught. And then she turns around and runs the other direction. <laughs> and so, yeah, those are my, Aww. those are the, the sweetums, the sweetums of my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I took all the sunshine out of it. Oh no! <laughs> You're just beaming. So I, I am. Well, actually, do. it also reminds me of uh, my experience that I was going to bring up is uh, also meeting some voice actors. Uh, so I, as I say every single episode, am a fan of Transformers and collectivize. I know. What? As there I say, must be more than meets the eye. I know. Anyway, so I heard that Steve Bloom and uh, Tom Kenny were both going to be at the convention, and I'm a fan of. They're a large volume of work because they're both very mm. prolific voice actors, but I also have a star scream and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if they both signed like one of his wings? Mm. And I was like, that'd be cool. So I did. I met Steve Bloom and he was really cool. He went like straight into the voice. He told me a story about how the original star screams voice actor, uh, he passed his mm-hmm. daughter, heard his interpretation and was like, you're doing really good. My dad would have loved it. Aww. And then also did the grunt voice from Mass Effect. So, and they're like very quick. They can like switch voices very quickly. Exactly. And then Tom Kenny is has and so much energy. Like even his, like his, his, uh, he's not entourage, his uh, security team member mm-hmm. looked tired, but not in like a upset way. Just like, I can't keep up with this energy, but I, I'm guarding this man. Anyway, um, so it was great. Uh, met him he was cool he told me a michael bay story that was crazy um and uh then my friend that i was with paid him to do an actual message and was like just do a range of gambit (gasps) so he did like the the narrator from townsville and like all these different voices and starscream and it was just so great did he throw in some spongebob uh, he's either in the SpongeBob, yeah. It's probably the laugh because watching yeah. him do the laugh where he oh yeah vibrates his Adam's apple <laughs> to get the laugh is great. So yeah, I got to meet them, and then there was also like um, I think Carrie Walgreen is her name. She was uh, Tigress, and uh, she's currently in Carmen San Diego, but yeah. no one was really talking to her, and so we just had like a good like twenty minute conversation with her, and she was really cool. So they're just voice actors are fun, guys. Just they go talk are. to the voice actors. Also, voice actors are people. They remember are people. That, please, yeah. Please, please remember the voice actors are people. And celebrities are people. Voice actors, especially, yeah, are people. Are people. Yeah, mm-hmm. people. Talk people. to them like people. They'll talk to you like people. True. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have plenty of fun voice actor stories because voice acting is one of my favorite passions. Being like a half theater major, um, but I will pull away from that. Since you guys both have such great like voice actor stories. Can't Mine is a fun floating around the convention story. Ooh. So I went to GamerX. Um, it is G-A-Y-M-E-R-X. So it was a 18 plus show, but it was specifically like LGBT people who love video games. Ooh. That was in San Francisco. It was great the three, four years that they did it back to back. Then they kind of just went into the East Coast and haven't been back since, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But this show in particular, I went. It was my birthday weekend, so that was really, really fun. Um, Really, really fun. Um, But what was really cool about it was the things that I had planned and wanted to go to, they were fun, but they were very, very overly populated. Mm -hmm. And me, having been in the convention attendee slash working shows mindset, I didn't want to be in there because it felt like work. And I just decided, you know what, I'm going to see what else is in the show. And I ended up walking around. And as much as I love video games, I never end up in the game room to actually play Mm -hmm. video games. 
and some friends of mine that I had like been close ish to, I found out also went. And so I ended up meeting them at the video game room and we just spent, God, I think it was like nine o'clock at night. We from nine o'clock at night to like almost two in the morning, just played uh, Let's Dance. Oh, we just played Let's Dance the entire time. I'd never played before, so I made a fool of myself. But I was bonding with all of these people that I hadn't known before and people that I sort of knew. And we did that. We played Mario Kart. We did so many things that I was awful at. But it was so fun to actually sit there and bond with people who got me in a way that a lot of people don't. Like being a nerd is really, really cool. But there are those instances where you're in a space that people don't understand geeky things and you want to talk about that and you can't because you know that you'll be the outsider. And it was really cool to go there. And I was bigger then, unfortunately, but I was still awesome. My bigness was how cool I was. <laughs> um, to where I hit all my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wasn't like that interested in doing like dance games, but it was really cool that like no one there was judging me because I was getting them high schools. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. what conventions are about. Just getting them high scores and making friends. Yeah. Yes. It's about getting out there and meeting your community and being a part of them. Showing your your nerdy side, exploring it, exploring it with people, hopefully not getting the conflict. Nope. Yeah. Not. Get that. Get, let your geek flag fly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Let your geek flag wave. Let your geek flag fly. So we need, I think we might need to wrap it up a little yeah. bit because we have so many great stories. We could talk about this all that long now i know what we're gonna be playing in the dame jet as we're leaving <laughs> <laughs> it works it works i am okay with that so once again we want to say thank you to our crazy uncle ben over at 1120 fulton avenue sweet k for being our awesome sponsor we love you we shall be coming from the dame den sometime soon we, we love our Uncle Ben. If you need pugs, if you need hot sauce, if you need comic books, that's the place to go. Or if you need some new fragrances, Minnie, where should we send our friends? We should send our friends to Etsy to check out Ink and Quill Alchemy so you can get some lovely scents based around your favorite characters or your favorite genre of nerdy things so that even while the con funk is happening, mm -hmm. you will smell funky, cool, delicious because you're going to be smelling like all of your favorite characters. Use the code HOTDAME for 15% off in your purchase. Exactly. Quill and Ink Alchemy. So, of course, I am Amy. You can find me at iJaneUrobot on the varying social media platforms, especially if you're bored. Please don't stalk me. But across the table, <laughs> the strongest of all things, who I have apparently been a little bit i've alarmed i don't know yet i haven't slightly decided. slightly you did slightly alarm me but i am indeed the strongest dame and you can find me at uh, dame exhaust on the insta swam or exhaust on twitch mm -hmm. and i am the other dame as it were uh, the one that loves a scarlet witch you'll find that out uh from my most recent post but you can find me at dame of the galaxy on instagram course thanks to stephanie and of course lovely minnie and just remember geeks in distress no need to light the signal we're always on patrol see you next time have fun at cons <laughs>